Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Catfish and Crappie podcast. My name is Mark. And today's guest is Richard Cluck of Fish and Freedom. What's going on, Richard? How you doing, bud? I'm doing great, Mark. Thanks for having me on, bud. Hey, no problem. I'm glad glad you're on here. You were on Avid Show, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. It was the first uh, live I ever did. First show I was ever on was with Avid. Yeah, Avid's good at finding all the new talent, isn't he? Oh yeah. He did have me. He did force me. I want to say he, he didn't find me. He forced me to go on his show for the first time. Believe it or not. Well, I'm glad he did. It, it worked out for you. <laughs> you think i i don't know yet that is yet to be determined we'll find out we'll see we'll see if these people like me or continue to to like me i see mark anthony in the house i see sean over at catfish heroes in the house everybody all right so let's talk about you this isn't about me this isn't about my show this is about my guests at least i try to do that all every single week in every episode so what uh, tell us a little bit about how you got started fishing i've been fishing since i can I was old enough to remember anything, man. I just grew up in a house fishing. My dad, my older brother, and especially my uncle Rick, we just, we always fished. I still remember yeah. what I got from my fourth birthday was a, a little Walmart plain old tackle box. Had some bobbers, had a little like half ounce little George. Do you remember those? Those little George yeah, lures? I do. And some gold crappie hooks. And yeah, I've just, I've always fished. That's back when times were simpler, right? Right. And what, yeah. where, where are you located in the country so people know? I'm in southeast Missouri in, in the boot hill of Missouri. Another Missouri person. Chad might not like that. Chad's not the biggest fan of Missouri. I heard Did that. You, I heard that yeah. about him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're, you're – Stokes mentioned that one time. He, he did. Yeah. And, and they were definitely going to take away his, uh, um, his Cinnabon privileges when we all get together this spring. That's the word on the street. Yeah, that makes him angry. That makes him angry. I'll be nice to Chad. This is his night. So I see Eric Massey, Jig Company in the house. What's going on, Eric? So you're you're down there by uh, Mo Creek Fishing and Parker Pursuits, right? I'm just uh, about an hour and a half south of uh, Parker and a little farther than that from Rob. Yep. And cool. about three, four hours east of Lyle. I hope to be down there soon. I know I need to get down there and fish, fish with Lyle. Um Maybe I'll do a tour of Missouri. Tour of Missouri. There's a lot of good people out there, and I know there's a lot of good fishing. I want I want to get definitely on the crappie, but crappie's not your main your main targeted fish. What do you what What do you like to catch? What What are you chasing? Uh, pretty much catfish. Um, catfish. I do love crappie fishing. That's where I got my start. Was I grew up crappie fishing, and uh, we have a lake about uh, 45 minutes from here named Lake Wapapello, man made lake. It's the San Francisco River. It dammed up and uh, it's just flood control, but it's tons of crappie, good good crappie fishing. I grew up doing that, and uh, I don't want to say the B word, but bass fishing. My dad got real big into bass fishing, so we did that a lot. But yeah, I've just the past, I don't know, 10 years, I've really got big into catfishing and targeting big fish in the last couple of years, you know, 
started targeting blue cats and big flatheads and stuff. Yeah, I don't think there's anybody in a in the chat box right now that hasn't bass fished or at least tried bass fishing at one point in their life. I've thrown a Senko or two, not very successfully. I'm not even going to lie about that. I was a terrible bass fisherman and moved over to to crappie and panfish, and I kind of stuck there and moved on over to. Uh, um, yeah, I didn't have the patience to be a, a great bass fisherman. My dad would use plastics a lot. He loves slow work, you know, plastic worms and stuff, and. I just wanted to chunk and grind spinner baits and crank baits and top water, you know. Yeah, I did pretty yeah. good though. I caught one nine pounder is my biggest my biggest bass. That's a big fish. He was he was a good one. That's a that's a that's a good one. I I've I've seen a couple of guys. What I forget the gentleman's name who I see pictures of on Facebook. He's catching like. 13 pound bass and stuff he's got to be in mexico he never says where he's at but he used to be a big crappie guy and i think he's making the move over to to, to bass so i don't see how you would do one and then move over to the other i think it should be the other way around a couple crosses fishing says i feel sorry for that man being around rob and parker i bet they have <laughs> frequent moons around there and yeah, they've been known to show a little too much <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to meet both of them. Um, I'm actually going to go fish with Parker later this month. We set I'm up so, for. Um, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> oh, sounds like a good time. Yeah, I've been excited to meet Jerry for a while. Once I first started watching, you know, the YouTube fishing and getting to kind of know everybody, I figured out he's from Missouri and I seen he was fishing the same river, just you know, a couple hours north of me. And uh, I think he's going to take me up to. Uh, the bad word baldwin lake don't say baldwin no jerry don't what? take him to baldwin why would you take him to baldwin if you want to catch a lot of eaters going to baldwin's the place to go but i've yet to see like huge fish come out of that place it's just it's gonna be a good time you know because i've never fished any of those uh power plant lakes or warm water discharge lakes so i think it's gonna be uh -huh. kind of cool you can go out in the cold water catch blues and then this time of year even move up closer to the warm water and potentially catch flatheads and little channels and stuff yeah, up, up up north by me, I mean, that's pretty much, your, if you're not ice fishing and you want to get out and fish, the power plant lakes are a place to go. There's a couple, well, there's one one that I've been to a couple, three times that I won't go back, but that's the P word. I won't even repeat it on my show. So someone was saying they wanted to go out there, one of our past guests, but that's a long walk to go and a lot of cold. But I saw some pictures from some buddies of mine today, and they were killing them. They got like six fish all around 30-pound average. So they're in there. It's either it's either feast or famine at that place. And like I said, it, it's a long walk, and there isn't any uh, – there's, <laughs> there's no rest facilities when you're that far out. And no trees to hide behind. So Creel, thank you. Creel Catfish, and again, thank you. For the super chat, it says paying homage to the beard awesomeness on screen. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to get my wife up there with uh, Parker and all them because she's um uh, she absolutely hates fishing the Mississippi. Hates it. Why is goes, that? <laughs> tell him. Tell him why I hate it. Because it's really snaggy where we go, and she mm -hmm. she doesn't like using big 10 12 foot bank rods and she tries to take her smaller gear and it just doesn't pan out and she's hooked one good one i mean we was we was fishing over there one night just got set up and was there for like 30 minutes and she hooked into a good one man and i was afraid it was going to spool her she had a little light rod anyway 
and she worked this thing. I was so proud. She worked this thing and got it probably five feet off the bank and it got in some rocks and broke it off. And she was crushed. But ever since then, she has a very strong disdain for the river. <laughs> and of course, that's where I always want to go because that's where the big ones are at. Where the big ones are at. Are they there all year, though? That's the question you got to ask yourself. Yeah, I've, I've never fished it through the winter. This is a first for me. I've always stopped for deer season. Like, every life goes on hold during deer season, you know? And I want to thank you for stopping fishing during deer season and everybody who does, because it makes my life a heck of a lot nicer out there on the water when I have it all to myself. So God bless deer season. And I want to thank everybody who sends, you know, a pound of ground venison or a little bit of roast my way. I appreciate you for all of those things. Jersey Jersey River Rat with the $5 super chat. You're, you're very welcome, sir. Thank you for your kindness and for being here and supporting the channel. So far, so good with the uh, the winter fishing. I mean, I fished over there all year and I caught, I had pretty good success, smaller blues and a lot of flatheads, channels, but it seemed like once the water started dipping down into the 60s and about November is when I really started having my best luck with the blues. And that's when I started catching the bigger, the bigger ones anyway, and more consistently. Yeah, as far as catfishing go, everybody loves loves cold weather catfishing. They love this time of year, winter catfishing. They say they do best. It's it is it's a little different up here, so I haven't been able to experience that yet. So maybe I'll be making a road trip. I'd go visit a couple of people, probably here in Chad and here and 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 hanging out. You guys know who you are. I'd really appreciate the the opportunity to get some fish like that. And um, here we go. Here we got a message from Betty again. Couple crosses fishing. She says Jerry is brother approved. You'll have a great time. He's wonderful, and that does that. That's as high a praise as you can get, pretty much. I'm I'm sure excited to meet him and uh, and Rob as well. I'm hoping to get to fish with Rob a little bit. I was gonna try to meet up with him last weekend, but it was just dumping rain we got like five inches of rain saturday and it didn't didn't work out but uh hopefully i'll get to meet up with him and maybe fish with him up there and he's he's he's, uh, he's always yeah he's always willing to get a line wet with somebody he wanted to come up here and do some ice fishing last year and then he went and did that winter blues thing at the chad's uh tournament which is which is happening coming up here um make sure you guys tune in to chad's new channel fields to waters if someone could please share out that link i think i saw d in there or betty else i think betty's not around so um if somebody could share out that link we can get it back um for those of you listening on a podcast here on youtube you need a thousand subs to get monetized chad was at a thousand subs and for some reason they keep refusing his monetization saying there's something wrong with his account and they won't help him fix it so he's just starting over from scratch we want to make sure that we take care of chad and hopefully this tournament that he's having over at his uh channel this weekend um we'll we'll do that uh we got a couple other people that showed up in chat i see lg i said hello to lg bass but i see has in there i see quiet man curtis i see fishing with big mics in the house fat boy catfishing i might have said hello to him if i say hello to you twice i see william warner pork chop what's going on sandy silver fox fish silver fox fishing the better half of van i think i got everybody hopefully i didn't miss anybody lyle if you're listening hello lyle how you doing bud uh chad if you're listening in the background i'm sure you are same with d i want to make sure i say hello to them people so, well, you should have Jerry take you to a couple of those wing dike steady fishes. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. He's he's invited me a couple of times. I've been in one of his live chats, and he said we're going to have to get together and fish one of these days, and it just hasn't worked out yet. But, yeah, I really want to. 
Um, that looks like my kind of thing right there, man, because I love the river. I love fishing that current, and I really want to get on some of the wing dog. Yeah, I, I really want to get up there and, and fish with him. Maybe you can hitch a ride with one of them fellas up to uh, 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 Wisconsin this May when we go chasing those big those big channel cats. It'd be cool to meet you up there. Oh, I done put in my vacation, bud. I'm I'm going. I'm going to be at Mendota. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I hope we're trying. Really we're right. trying not to. I'm trying to talk Lyle into not saying the M word after watching a podcast that uh, Fish on Luke that Luke Hinges was on. They were talking about a very special place, so that's oh. what I'm going to start calling it a very special place. You guys have all had your warnings and your notifications, so you know what we're talking about. But I okay. think we need to keep it on the down low, so not to be disliked by everybody and their mother when they come by and i've got another super chat hello avid thank you very much says mark everybody loves you and you're doing a great job it's not about me that's for the guest thank you so much carmel well, Monty's in the house going to the special place with you guys this year <laughs> there you go <clears throat> another movie quote comes to mind from the jerk but we're not going to say that this is a family show this is <laughs> definitely a family show so what, where have you been uh, tell us a little bit about your channel well i started it back in um, july well i actually started making videos in july of this past year I, i've been hanging around in the chats and everything since march i guess of last year is when i kind of discovered the the fishing the youtube fishing world and this whole community and um what really got it started was patriot james I was just on Facebook and I seen somebody using some of his floats and I was like, well, that's cool. I've never seen catfish floats where you get them. I ended up ordering some of his floats and uh, I started watching the show and then I found catfish weekly and I still remember the episode. It was episode of uh, James Lyle and Dockery and I was watching it and I was like, man, this is so cool. These are a couple Missouri guys and James is just like me, patriotic and everything. I was like, man, maybe I could start making some videos and, it kind of got my wheels turning and um, I didn't know where to even begin. And so I was in one of me and my wife was in Laura, the Explorers uh, chat. And she said, man, just make a video of your dog running across the yard, anything, just make a video to get people to, you know, come over sub and all that. So the next day I just took a cell phone over to a little lake and caught a few bait fish. And that was my first video. And here we are. <laughs> there you go. 32 videos later, I've been, like I told Chad that time, I'm kind of just doing a shotgun approach. I've been doing it for like five months, and I've got out like 32 videos. Some of them are okay. <laughs> Some of them not so much. But Yeah, Kevin over at Palmetto Cat says you're doing a fantastic job so far. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, thank you, Kevin. I appreciate that, buddy. Catch up on your videos. I'm subbed to a lot a lot of creators and stuff, and, and yours definitely caught my eye. So, I mean, you're putting fish on the bank, and bank fishing is hard to do. I agree. It's 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 a lot harder to do. It's either you know feast or famine, and bank spots are hard to find. It, it, it's rough. I know in our area it's pretty crazy, and and there is you don't have any private bank spots up here. You know you you don't. There's always somebody else there, so it's kind of like opening day of trout season every day of the year. It's pretty crazy. Maybe not that packed, but pretty close. Pretty much always had a boat. Where I grew up, you know, Dad had a bunch of bass boats uncle had the big pontoon i've had several little aluminum boats john boats whatever so the last probably four or five years the longest i've ever been without a boat and I'm, i hate it <laughs> i mean i bank fish just because i have to fish man that's what i gotta do it's challenging man 
But I've got a, a low 1648 with a 80 horse sitting out in the backyard. And I'm this close, man, <laughs> to getting all the parts and stuff. I need to get that baby back on the water. And as soon as that's I do, good. that's going to open up a whole new world of fishing, too. I can sit here all day and look at Navionics and go, man, I'm, I know they're right there. I want to fish right there, and I just can't reach them from the bank. Exactly. Hopefully, I have ready uh, time we go to a special place up north. Because somebody was telling me the bank fishing kind of sucks up there. so It does. Yeah. Spots I mean, are few and far between. At least the spots where all the good fish are, they're kind of, you know, they're almost impossible to get to. So there's a couple of bank spots over there, but I couldn't even tell you how to get to them. Fat I mean, Boy Catfishing with, oh, let me thank Fat Boy Catfishing with the $2 Super Chat. He says, don't go fishing with your brother, Chad. I'd go fishing <laughs> with Chad any day of the week. Just so I'd have access to, to good luck D. That's it. But don't tell him I said that. So. What's up, Daryl? My buddy Daryl just missed. He said he's watching. <laughs> oh, cool, Daryl. What's going on, Daryl? Come on in the chat. Say hello to everybody. Become a part of the family. So, hi, Anthony. Anthony's watching too. What's up, buddy? There you go. Give a shout out. So, how do you go about finding your bank spots currently? Avionics. Uh, since that and Google Earth, man, it's opened up. A, used to it was just you go where everybody else is going. You know, like I see people fishing over here, so that's where I'm going to go fish. But as soon as I figured out what Navionics was, I was like, oh, man, here's a, you know, a, a 10-foot rise, a 20-foot trough. Here's a bunch of structure. That's where I'm going. And then I just find the nearest road and see where I can get the closest to it. And sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it looks great on the map. And then I get there, and it's like, man, it's a sheer cliff. This sucks. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Those cliffs look cool every time, or, or you get there, and it's so overgrown, you can't even get a line to fall in the water. Yeah, I've done that, that quite now. a bit. Especially when I'm bait fishing. Bait fishing is it? The, the struggle is real. I'm not even joking there. Hey, I see Chunky Cats going on. What's going on, Elson? How you doing? Chunky came in. What's up, buddy? How are you, sir? Yeah, those those spots can look different from uh, um, Navionics and Google. I'll, I'll tell you one thing. I know that here on the Fox River, that Navionics is wrong. That's wrong. You know, I need to to maybe contact Greg. Uh, Captain Greg, he's the one who I think runs the the mapping uh, program for for Garmin and, and Navionics and them, and maybe see if I can't help with that. So I'd really like to get some good mapping of our of our local rivers. They could have also changed since the last time they've done it too. I mean, it's such a busy waterway that who knows what's going on. But we we don't have barges, we don't have commercial vessels or anything coming through there. So uh, right. I don't think That's that. Different. It is it is different. It varies a lot. You know, it'll say on Navionics it's thirty five foot deep there, but you know, I can catch a sinker out there and feel it at twenty, you know. But now there's some lakes around here like our uh, our dammed up lake. It's it's pretty spot on there, but of course there's no real silting in or anything like that and no barges. I I noticed that all the 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 bodies of water that I've been on that Captain Craig Captain Craig, you gotta forgive me, Olele, Olele is He's he's the one that I'm talking about. Uh, forgive me, sir. He he. I think he watches in the background usually. And all the lakes that he does and takes care of, those are all spot on. He knows how to set his offset on his Garmin and and get everything right. So if I can get like the water level right and the offset on my boat, they're usually dead on. So I've had a chance to fish some waters that he's mapped out for them, which is kind of cool. Um, and if you're interested, I'm sure if you contact Garmin, I think just through their app and stuff is is how they do it. If you're willing to share that information, and I believe you can exclude your waypoints from that information so i'm not quite sure about that 
But a little side note story, we, we got a real wide section of the Fox here at one point, and there's a there's supposedly a 14-foot hole, and a 14-foot hole is that's like not very common where I fish. I spent six hours looking for this darn hole. Never it don't exist. It ain't there. It, it's not not six hours. I probably spent a good sixty minutes on it. I'm I'm definitely telling a fisherman's tale with that one. But. So as long as they're good where you're at, that means somebody mapped it pretty good. Yeah, the lake's pretty good. I've I've got a little cheap Garmin uh, fish finder, a little striker. You know, it's like a hundred dollar job, but I just got it on. I got a twelve foot uh, Pelican little John boat, little plastic John boat. You know, and I've mounted it on there, and I looked at. And that compared my Navionics, right, and they were within a foot of each other everywhere I went. So it's, it's pretty good. Fishing with fishing and freedom, Richard. Where did you get that awesome hat? I'll tell you guys where you got that hat. I opened up uh, early sales of the catfish and crappie hats that I got to uh, um, uh, oh, to uh, crew members. So, oh, he's that? got one of them too. Look at that. Where did my wife find that? Oh, look at that one. Look at this. Look at the promo. For you guys so listening, he's, he's showing off the catfish and crappie hat, and he's got a his and hers set of beanies. So uh, we'll go over after the show on, on how to get that. Um, if, if you're listening on a podcast and you're interested and want to get a hold of one, you can go to the website, catfishandcrappie.com, and email me through there. Email me your uh, – uh, make sure you enter in there your your – Email address, name, and shipping information, I bill through PayPal. That's what I have available to me. I don't have, like, an order thing on my site. I do this for just the people that, that want them. I'm not looking to turn this into a business just yet or, 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 or go through all of that, or I haven't had time to set up an online store for that stuff. So uh, if you're interested in that, people in chat, people in the podcast, contact me there. You know, Richard, I'm sorry I'm going to say that on a podcast because this never goes away. I'm going to get emails forever. So, uh Maybe I'll put a load on there, but the best way to get in touch with me is through the uh, uh, through the website. Uh, there's a contact at the bottom of every page, and there is a contact page as well. So, Carpen down under in the house, what's going on? How you doing? Team Snag and Whiskers, hello. Hey, Jeremy. There we go. We got all sorts of fun people. Eric B., the prayer warrior in the house, what's going on? Eric, how you doing, bud? Everybody's saying hello and chatting stuff. Um, so what, what are your plans? Well, do you have plans for your channel? You kind of said you had almost a spray and pray approach to it right now, but do you plan on getting organized? Do you have a path you want to follow? Yes and no. <laughs> I, I know what I'm, my passion right now, and it changes a lot. I get really, really into something for a while. Um, like right now it's catfish, man. Uh, when I was younger, it was flatheads or nothing. That's all I wanted to catch is flatheads. And I'm not bragging a bit. I've definitely not got flatheads mastered, but I can catch. I've caught a lot of flatheads, right? And But I kept seeing guys holding up these monstrous big pig blues. And I'm like, man, you know, I've caught a few eater size over here at the river when I was a kid. I hung one one time. I got it right up to the bank. It was probably 30 pounds. And anyway, he got tangled up and I lost him. And that's haunted me ever since. So I really, I'm really focused on these big blue cats right now. And I think when I get my boat going, that's mission number one. And then I'm going to get over and start up. I don't think I'm going to start off trying to, you know, bump and do all that right now. I just want to get over there and kind of figure out the river and uh, find a bunch of those deep holes and just try to just try to keep breaking my PB. That's my uh, goal. 
I didn't make any res resolutions this year, but I've set a couple goals. I want to beat my flathead PB, and I want to beat my bluehead PB. If I can do that, I'm good. As far so, as what channel, you, so what is your flathead PB? 42 pounds. 42 pounds. That's a good one. I'm, I'm, yeah. I don't have a 40-pounder. I've been looking for that all summer long. I, I was fortunate enough to trip over a bigger one, like a 50-pound class fish, but that 40 has been haunting me for two years, Richard. Really? It really has. I got a last fish of the year was a 38 pounder. That's that's a good fish anywhere you go, man. Any flathead's a good one to me. I don't care for five pounds. I'm, I love the things. They're they're my favorite. I'm I'm the same way. But when you got goals, you got goals. You got to set that. If oh. I can if I can hit the 50 mark this year on a flathead, I'll be I'll be tickled pink. And my, right now, my biggest blue's only 31 pounds. If I can hit that 40 class, I'll have all my you know, the little catfish stickers, the 10s, 20s, 30s. That's, that's why I want my 40 to fill that, yeah. that void. I'm, big empty spot on my motor I got to fill. So <laughs> I've got my flatheads from 0 to 40 covered, If I and I got my blues from 0 to 30. If I can just keep going up on the blues, I'll, I'll be all right. Well, you got me beating blues. My PB uh, blue is a, a whopping 8 pounds, but I'm grateful for it anyways. We have no no blues here. Everybody knows the story. So. Blue cat. You don't have them where you're at, so that's that's an accomplishment in my book. Well, I actually drove all the way to Ohio to get that, visit my sister and brother uh, and the rest of the Ohio gang. I had a good time out there. LG Bass, I want to get this question in here. It says, access, or this comment here, LG Bass has an accent. It says, access to good mapping can be a blessing and a curse for bank fishing. Creates community holes. It does. Yeah. You know, I have an opinion about community holes. Community holes are... Exactly that. Treat them like you're going there for a social event and hopefully you'll catch some fish. I mean, if you're really that worried about catching fish, work a little harder. You'll get on them. Go there at off times. Go there at certain times of the year. Go there when it's crazy cold if you're, you really want to do it and you'll, 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 you'll get a little time to yourself. Bex, no really awesome. Happy New Year to you. Thank you for the $5 super chat. You're awesome. Make sure everybody goes and checks out your channel and congratulations on your nomination. Um, uh, for the Whisker uh, Golden Whisker Awards. Oh, look at this, Richard! I'll be inclined to trade a boat trip catching blues for some flathead trips. Yeah, uh, Josh wants to get on the flathead bite, and Josh will Josh will be there in a heartbeat. So, anytime, man, sounds good to me. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We got people willing to work for free beanies here. Solo text <laughs> says, I will work for free hats and beanies. <laughs> I can take care of all the merchandise, storage, ordering, and shipping. There you go. You know, if I was selling enough of them, I might take you up on that. We might have to talk someday. Uh, let's see what else we got here. If we got any more questions, I got to get caught up in chat here because I want to make sure they answered any questions. So, cool. Um, so... Uh, what are your tactics when you're chasing flatheads? Um, just cover mostly. Uh, the river I've caught most of them out of is the St. Francis River. It's a 
kind of a small river by comparison to, you know, the Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And uh, I look for anywhere like the pinch points where the current gets a little faster. I've noticed over there, they love the, the flowing water and they'll just lay there in those like current breaks, you know, and just let the food come to them. Cause I mean, they're lazy. They're going to let the food come to them if they can. Um, so I love those pinch points and, and cover. There's lots of down trees just laying in the water. And man, I'll, I'll get as close to them things or cast right into them if possible. Um, over there on the St. Francis, I've noticed live bait does seem to produce a little more. I don't know if it's just coincidence, but uh, like in the Mississippi, it's 50-50 for me. I catch flatheads on cut or live, but I use usually use live baits, a lot of cover and pinch points. That's kind of my go-to on my flathead river. In, in in my, you know, short flathead chasing time, I don't know, five years or something like that. Don't quote me on that. Um, I've learned the same thing. Certain areas and certain sections of our river or certain bodies of water, cut bait will do better than live bait. But live bait's usually a safe bet. I've always caught flathead in every section of that river on live bait that I fished, the fox. But I've never caught them on every section using cut bait. I don't know if that makes any sense. It just seems to happen that way. Um, At night, shallow uh, sandbars, flatheads live in sandbars. And I guess they're coming up there at night to hunt. But I've caught them in like three feet of water, you know, six feet off the bank. They'll they'll be there. I mean, I've seen videos where guys drop them off. I do this with my boat. I'll, I drop them right into log jams and stuff or get as close as I can and try to get them. I purposely got a nine foot whisker seeker heavy rod that I use for dropping floats into those, um, messes, those catastrophes of, of wood piles and stuff. And when you get hooked up, it's a, it's a good time. And of course I learned that from watching Spencer and, uh, um, Spencer and the, and the gang over at whisker seekers, they do a lot of that stuff. Um, Denny, Denny Ransom is a, uh, really good at it too. I would, I, I kind of took those keys from them since, you know, the river's a little smaller. Freddie has a question for you. Freddie's outdoor adventures. He says, what big YouTuber do you want to fish with? Oh man, all of them, (laughs) you know, but if I had to pick one, it'd have to be Luke Nichols just cause he's, he's the first YouTube fisherman I ever found. And he's, He's awesome. He just seems like such a nice, personable, genuine guy. Catches a lot of big fish. And uh, I think he'd just be a blast to be around. Be out on his pontoon with all the kids. I just think he'd be really fun to hang out with. I met Luke at CatCon number two. He was there just shopping. If you guys know, he's got a, a Catfish Rod series that he did on his show way back when. Well, he had all those rods for he was going to do for that review in his hand. He bought most, almost all of them at the Catfish Conference. And uh, I'd met, you know, him, Chris Flores, um, I, I, Steve Douglas. Um, I hung out and had a good time with the mud bums. We're not going to get into that. This is a family show. Um, I sat there and I watched Lyle Stokes broadcast from there. And then I met Luke and his, his, what's his oldest son, Tommy. Luke was there and Tommy was there and I kind of stopped him to say hello. And I can honestly say that, um, out of all the people I met, I was a little, a little starstruck. I don't know yeah. if it was Tommy. It was really surreal seeing Tommy run around like kids do, you know, after watching him with his dad all the time, or if it was the fact that Luke is like six foot four, you know, I was yeah. really surprised at how tall he was, but 
Yeah, those yeah, are so some fond memories. I mean, he was a great guy, real nice. Took the time. He he wasn't like, okay, weirdo, you're not talking too much. He he was a champ about it. So if, if he's yeah, watching like, my chance, Luke, holler at your boy. I'd love to have you on my show, bud. Yeah, I like to think he'd be real personable and like he really is. You know, when you see him on TV, I like to think that's how he would be in person. So I'd like to pick you know, him. For the, for the most part, that is catfishing, wouldn't you say? I haven't yeah. met many people that aren't legit in, in the whole catfishing community, uh, whether it's on the bank or here on YouTube or, or any of those places. So I think that's one of the things. Yeah, I think that's why people gravitate to it and, and become so passionate about it. I mean, there's competition and stuff, obviously, by all the smack talk we give each other. But if somebody needs a hand or if someone's hurting, everybody reaches out to help. So there's always, you know, you got people like Eric B. I called him the prayer warrior on Sundays. He definitely includes your family. And whether it's, you know, financial problems or health problems, they're, they're all looking out for one another, right? Yep. That's awesome, man. Freddie wants to know. Freddie's Outdoor Adventures. He said, bucket list trip fishing, where and what? I would have to say, and I'm going to say the S word, it'd probably be up in like the Fraser River catching them eight and nine foot sturgeon. Those things are just enormous. And I couldn't imagine fishing in, in that kind of water where the current, I mean, you got to have 24, 36 ounce sinkers just to stay down in that fast of water. And actually hook into a four or five hundred pound sturgeon. Uh, yeah, that's a bucket list trip for me for sure. I would just absolutely love it. And why is, as far as my knowledge, that's the biggest freshwater fish there is in North America. And I just, I would love to catch the biggest one out there. You know, I noticed a lot of girl powered, girl power hashtags going on in chat. So mm -hmm. shout out to the ladies of catfishing. Maybe. Maybe Amy started something over on Lee Evans' channel earlier. She took over his channel and maybe a girl power thing movement going on. Stephanie's going to take over my channel now. There's Chad. Chad, share out your channel link, please, for the tournament so people can make sure to go there and sub and help you get back up to 1K, buddy. I appreciate you. And great job tonight. I don't know if you uh, listen to me congratulating you uh, at the beginning of the show. Uh, but, uh, I wanted to, uh, oh, wait, wait, I see something here. Freddie's look at this. Freddie answered the question. So he's putting a $2 and 22 cents in the sturgeon jar. Thanks, bud. <laughs> he spotted me the two twenty-two. Lyle Stokes in the house. About time you made it here, dad. I must've fallen down to number two now, since Chad's the new co-host of Catfish Weekly. Uh-oh little sibling rivalry going on. Nah, it's all good. We give each other a heck. I don't take it seriously. Chad might. Did I say that? All right, so you're going to keep uh, plugging away, making videos. Are you going to do a lot more live stream fishing on your channel? Man, I never really wanted to even do the live stuff. I just really like making videos. Um, I've just always been kind of a creative person. I've, I've played music all my life, played a bunch of different instruments, different bands, and to me, making videos is kind of in that same ballpark. You have a kind of an idea where you want it to go, and you can make it look how you want it. And, you know, you can do so much with editing and all. But it seems like live streaming is where it's at, man. That's what everybody's wanting to watch now. Everybody's wanting to watch the live. And that gets you the, the watch time you're wanting. And it is a little more, you know, people get to know you a little better. They can actually interact. And 
So, yeah, I think I'm going to try to do a little more of that. Um, like I said, as soon as I get the, the boat on the water, that's going to, I'll probably do a lot more streaming from the boat. That's my biggest goal was just to get the boat on the water and I'm still going to just keep making videos though. Cause that's, that's where my love's at. But I'll do some more live stuff. The live is cool. You know why I've kind of embraced live on certain things. I'm, I'm trying to get my boat set up so I can videotape and do lives at the same time, but I do a lot of solo fishing since my wife is not an angler. Right. And it's nice to have the people keep you company. I ain't going to lie. Somebody to talk to, time goes by. But I have rewatched, and I do have somebody who I call my live fishing editor in the chat that points out time stamps where I missed fish because of it. So she does that too all the time. And Josh, thank you for the super chat. I appreciate you. I'm trying to fulfill your 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 wishes. He's he's buying somebody's wrench. A wrench in a live chat for people listening in on a um, podcast. It's moderators, and he is picking on my brother Chad. I'm Chad. trying to trying to find. Him. I think he ducked out of the chat, so he might not even be in there. Let's see if I can do this in here. I don't think I can. No, he's still in there. So when he shows up, I'll have to follow through and and. Uh, uh, <laughs> do that. Fish on Luke says that's a fact about being kept. And, and fish and fish on Luke. Luke, he does. He's the king of live stream, and he's been doing it for a long time. We're trying to get him definitely up back up to a thousand, so we can see him live streaming. There he is. Hold on, hold on. There we go. Fields to water. Fields to water. Remove moderator. We'll do that for 10 minutes. I need to set a timer here some way. Uh, he is the king or the originator of the fish live stream. It was always fun watching Luke on there, so we want to make sure we get him definitely up. I also want to remind everybody to sub to uh, uh, Richard over at um, Fish and Freedom, which is one of my favorite names. I got a plenty of them, you know, but I do definitely like it. Um, his link is in the description. Or if you just enter fish in, no G, the letter N, freedom in the search bar on youtube it'll take you right to his channel right richard yes sir here they go they've i've lost i've lost control <laughs> i have lost control oh my goodness i'm trying to do a live podcast here but i love everyone here so we're going to do that the sharks abound thank you jody for the super chat she bought another person's wrench at a uh, a discount price, I should say. Apparently, they lowered it to 50 to go live on mobile. 50, so I'll be going live soon. I uh, just tested it, and I think it will work. Make sure you're on cell signal when you're testing it. I'm sure you you, you did. I just needed to add that to there. Uh, Luke, uh, if you're on any sort of Wi-Fi, it thinks you're not mobile. So uh, I, I made that mistake once. That's the only way why I brought it. So that's the only reason why I brought it up, I should say. But, yeah, I look forward to seeing Luke go live over at Fish on Luke. I imagine he's going to get on some – he's going to fish for sturgeon all winter long. I know he is. And I said it again. I owe myself $2. <laughs> and, Luke, if you want to know what that's about, I'll fill you. It has nothing to do with that. With you. I see Matt over at uh, Want to Be Outdoors. What's going on, Matt? How you doing? What's up, Matt? And now they're picking on each other in chat, so we're going to ignore them for a little while. Matt's uh, another one I, I got to get up with soon and get down there and trout fish with him. He's down there in some of the most beautiful country you've ever seen. He's got an awesome trout fishery in pretty much his backyard. 
I've, I've fished it a few times with my brother, but I'd, I'd like to get with Matt and go do a little trout fishing with him. Matt's definitely a cool dude. He gives me a lot of grief, but he sent me some nice messages there at the very beginning. So, uh, um, <laughs> Matt's a good dude. Matt's a good dude. He's a nice guy. Lyle had met him. Cindy met him. They said he's a real nice guy. So, uh, uh, cool. Uh, and Lyle, uh, there you go. Fishing with the Chad is in there. He has a wrench. Fields to water was kept being timed out. So someone's going <laughs> to. I'm torn here. I'm really torn. Everybody's still saying hello in chat. So, uh, um, <laughs> see, they threw me for a loop here in chat. Usually I don't do this, but I'm at a loss for words, Richard. I'm going to let you take over the show. Will you want to ask anybody anything in chat? Um, I'm kind of trying to keep up with it. I'm looking at it on the TV. I'm just laughing. <laughs> yeah, they're going, they're, they're, I've lost control. I got 90 people in chat and they're all like yelling at me or each other or whatever. And they all want wrenches and stuff. What I need is a, maybe I need to get me a, a, a co-host to take care of that stuff. We'll see. But like I told everybody, I tell this to Lyle all the time. I said, I don't play well with others. Well, I do, but they end up not liking me after a while, but that's a story for another time. <laughs> So what are some of your favorite YouTube channels? Oh, man. I've got on so the spot here. We'll, we'll say, what's some of your favorite YouTube channels over 50,000 subs? See, I just saved you from having a. You did. You did. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> um, of course. Luke, Cat, right? Catfish and Carp um, and Outdoor Boys. I've, I never miss any of those. Um Pig Patrol TV, Josh over in Nebraska is one of my favorites. I watch his within 10 minutes of them coming on. I stop what I'm doing and watch, and I just love that dude. Uh, not normally my – wouldn't be my cup of tea just because, you know, language and whatnot, but I just love it that he does not care at all. That's He's himself. like him, lump him. He, he just – he's a good dude. I like his channel. It's, it's really entertaining, too, and he catches a lot of fish. Um, actually, his wife's channel, Angler Ash, she does a really good job too. She's a good fisherman in her own right. Yeah, um, saw her get a flathead through some ice one last year. Big one too at that. That's the first time I ever seen a flathead through the ice, so I was pretty impressed. Yeah. That was that was an awesome video. That was cool to see. And you can tell whenever you watch one of Josh's videos that it's legit. It's it's legit excitement. When he yeah. gets excited, I mean, he sometimes he, I've seen him hyperventilate. He's gotten so excited a couple of times on camera. So yeah, he bring a big pike through the ice or something, man. He'll, he'll be shaking and it's genuine excitement and also genuine disappointment when he's yelling, when he loses one, he's just fun to watch. He's a good, good guy. I, I really like his entry intro intros to his videos how he says hello to the spot he's gonna fish i always got a cook on a, a, a kick out of that i remember the first couple times i saw it i'm like this this guy got a little screw loose but i get it now he does everything for a reason and and that's always cool who else do you like to watch um anymore really i don't i don't even watch any, any of the bigger channels i'm just everybody in our little catfish community everybody in our group that's that's who i watch i don't I used to watch uh, Dave a lot, but I, I don't know. That got old. <laughs> so. I had I had Catfish Dave trolling uh, Dieter Melhorn 
while he was a guest on my show in the live yeah. chat. That's one of my that's one of my highlights. Every now and then I'll I'll go back. I'll I'll watch that live chat to just say that was kind of, that was funny to watch. Not that I'm team anybody. You know, Dieter was way cool to do my show. I appreciate it. Uh definitely. But uh sometimes a good troll is kind of fun to watch and and Dieter lets that stuff roll off his back like nobody else I know. It don't bother him whatsoever. If anything he it, he probably appreciates the type of attention that it gets him and stuff. So uh, he knows he knows how the game's played. For one of the bigger channels, I really like Dieter. I watch him a lot. But yeah, I just kind of watch our everybody in our little group and um, fishing and stuff. I, I love Keith. I watch him a lot. Keith is the man. He's as close um, to a mentor of mine. Him and Lyle and uh, even Spencer answered a bunch of questions for me when I got started. I want to make. I always like to shout them guys out. Definitely, they're definitely mentors of mine. They're they're good people. He, he's got it going on with the editing, the sound, just everything. He's got really really nice, well produced videos and. He just seems happy when he's doing it, man. You can tell he's just enjoying what he's doing. So. The little animated fish are, are pretty cool, too. We had to talk yeah. about that stuff one night. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Buck Williams says, question for me. I got to read this. It says, if you mix vodka, orange juice, and milk of magnesia, would you have a Phillips screwdriver? I'd tell you what you'd have, but this is trying to keep this a family show. I want to thank Bex for being a, a crew member for two months. Thank you very much, very much. I want to make did I make her a mod? Hold on a second. Add moderator. I like to make sure my crew members are moderators. Uh, let's see what else we got here in chat. Yeah, I want to catch one of them blue cats like Bex caught earlier this year. Well, two in the same day. She caught that. Was a fifty something and a sixty-two or sixty-four? Yeah, I'm ready to catch one of those big ones. There's some big ones that have come out. You got Brian B's. I think it was a seventy-four pounder or a seventy-two, one or the other. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say it was a seventy-eight pounder just to be safe. I'd rather overguess than underguess because people get mad. You got Betty who got into that big old eighty pounder, and Bex got those two. What were the weights of those two on Bex? I'm not. I don't remember the exact number. It was a fifty something, and then a sixty something, right after yeah, that. They 60 were pretty big. Maybe. They were there. They were big and big and big, and especially from the bank, you know. And then Bama Blues was this weekend. My buddy Brandon uh, Ishkar and uh, um, Eric B, who is on my show as a guest. I'm trying to get you, Brandon, if you're listening. I want you on my show, bud. They got some pigs. In Alabama last week, big ones, three days, 70 pounds better. They got like three PBs and one well over 100. Doc Lang did great this weekend at the tournament. I know it's to be, ex I don't want to say it's to be expected, but if you, if anyone's going to catch a big fish like that, it's going to be Doc Lang because he knows what he's doing, especially on his uh, home water, man. Yeah, there's some big fish. Roger got on that big fish when he was, I think it was at Chickamauga Dam. He got on a big fish. Yeah, I see what you mean. Not just talking like this, I want to get a big blue. Lyle, I'll be there, what, 12 hours. I got a pack. You don't mind sitting on some rocks, man. You come down here and fish with me. That'll work. <laughs> I'm getting to, you know, I, I appreciate the invitation, but I think I'm getting a little old. I'll sit on some rocks. It's walking on them that I worry about breaking a leg, like someone we know who I know is watching has done in the past. Yeah, Got to watch you when you get to be my age. 
I watch uh, Parker on his live streams, and uh, he's always walking across that rock. What kind of rock is that down by him? Is that it looks like shale almost, sandstone? What? It's just riprap. I think it's uh, I think it's limestone or something. It's like chat, but just giant chat. And they put that and all that revetment and everything to you know stop erosion and yeah, it sucks walking on it. Gotcha. I want to. What's going on, Brian? I do want to um, welcome Brad Cottle of Title Weights. Brad was a sponsor of my one versus one. I like to make sure I give my sponsors a, or people that have sponsored events a definitely shout out. He sent me some. Oh, hold on one second, people. Hey, there's Coco. All right, I just grabbed a fistful of these. If you guys are listening in podcast land, I'm showing off these dragon weights that were sent to me by Brad. I can't wait to use these. I think these shorties are going to be the ticket for me. So once I test them, I'll be able to order some for my man. And uh, I want to thank him uh, on both, you know, the live stream and the podcast. I appreciate you, man. I posted some pictures on Facebook, but I wanted to give him a, a shout out. And Lyle is saying, bring it. He wants me to head out there. Did those come with the clips already in them? Like that they, at the top? they did. They That's absolutely awesome. did. I bought some and they didn't come with clips. And, you know, I had to use sinker slides. So that's pretty uh, cool. You didn't buy. Uh, I would contact the manufacturer and uh, or the person you sold them from. I'm sure they take good care of you. Oh wait a minute! I got to. Oh, Freddie, poor Freddie! I got to give him his wrench back. They're they're banning him again. No, I mean I didn't buy any from Brad. I bought some from someone else that didn't. Okay. Didn't so, right on, Brad. That's a good idea. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can buy them at a lot of different places. I got a whole uh, um, in my terminal tackle box. I uh, I keep a stack of them. I think I got, I don't I forget where I bought a whole. I think it just might have been Amazon where I bought those. So um, they're they're out there and they work pretty good for for detaching rigs. I even use them on the backs of or on my. Uh, um, uh, we won't get into that. I, I did some testing and stuff. We'll see if it works this spring. If it does, I'll put a video out. So. And we got people shouting for my dog out there. Look at this. <laughs> Thank you, guys. She appreciates it. She's been having a rough time the last couple of weeks, but uh, uh, we're trying to keep her as comfortable as possible. So uh, um, it's always good to hear you guys looking for her. Oh, and what are you? Look at this. We got two dogs over there at Richard's house. What are their names? Oh, and a cat. Mine's really comfortable right now, too. That's Gemma, the sleepy Don't. boxer. <laughs> I, I got to block that from Coco because I just took her couch away for reasons we're not going to get into. So, so I want to remind everybody to make sure you check out Richard's channel. Links are definitely in the description. Um, also, uh, I want to remind everybody that Chad's Winter Blues is this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Right, Chad? Over at Fields to Water. Post your link up again. Um, I'm going to make Luke. I should make if Luke is still here, let me see if he's still here. Luke, if you're still here, speak up in chat. I'll make you a mod. You can share your links out there. You guys check out those channels. Those are all good channels to be in. So uh, can we expect you anytime uh, live anytime soon? Or can we expect you? Uh, um, or can um, we expect a video from you anytime soon? Yeah, videos. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll keep trying to hammer out videos. I want to keep uh I enjoy doing it. I mean, I'm going to be fishing anyway. Might as well make a video. So I'm going to stay on these cold water catfish for a while. So I'll, I'll be making some more videos of that. 
And um, I'm probably going to be actually doing some crappie videos before too long. Is uh, right now is a good time up at our lake. You know, winter crappies is awesome. That and Rob at Mo Creek has got me turned on to hand tying jigs. So oh. yeah, I, I seem to be getting pretty addicted to that. So I'm going to be trying to put out some crappie videos. And uh, yeah, I'll be putting out some videos and going live occasionally. And that's about it. Just fishing, man. Doing what I do. Oh, I just went to make Chad a mod in chat, and Josh timed him out. <laughs> I mean, I must have missed it by a split second. Don't do that, Josh. Somebody, somebody, post Chad's link to his channel, please. Thank you very much. See, they're out of control. Something else I'm going to be working on this year too. I'm, I'm going to try to do it for a, a solid year. Is my wife bought me a uh, a fishing journal, a fishing log, you know, uh -huh. uh, little paperback guy. Nice. I'm going to try to Every single trip, I'm going to try to document it and uh, get a little better understanding of the fish. I mean, I love catching fish. Don't get me wrong. I love just going catching them, but I'm more of like the, the information knowledge side, too. I want to know why I caught them at that time, temperature, depth, whatever. And I just think it'd be something cool to look back on. You know, a year later, I can go, well, the water conditions is this. And let me flip back my little book and see if I can uh, kind of pinpoint where they're going to be. So. I'll let you know how it goes. So far, so good. I've got three entries. <laughs> I've got a lot of there entry pages. You, go. you got to start somewhere. I got some of those waterproof uh, uh, paper notebooks and uh, write anywhere pens I keep in my boat. And then I bring it in. I'm trying to figure out. I had a discussion with Chris Souders when he was on my show about a gentleman, a couple of guys that do tournament fishing and how they um, put the data together in a spreadsheet and they're able to mine that data and sort that data to make some differences. So they score that data and stuff like that. That's something I'm trying to figure out. So we'll see what happens. Luke over at Fish on Luke has a question. He says, how big a winter crappies are we talking? Well, big for us. Uh, they're big. I've, I've seen the ones that, that, that Rob Mo Creek gets and they're slobs. There's some decent ones. <laughs> They're decent ones. They're slobs. There we go. Uh, D's posting that link. Yeah, Luke says he's got mediocre videos and above average live streams. Sub here. You do. There you go. See, he's got a great. Uh, we have Brian B, best friends, fields of water. We're getting people out there. Also, please, can someone please post uh, Fish and Freedom's link out there? I want to make sure everybody gives him a sub. If you're listening to this in podcast land, I will include his subscription on uh, uh, or his link on the in the description of this podcast. Also, if you're listening on the podcast, I want you to do me a favor. If you've made it through this, if you've made it this far, my guess is you kind of like the podcast i would appreciate a good review um give me five stars if you're going to give me a bad review don't give me a bad review at all don't be that dude give me a good review i'd appreciate it uh a couple other reviews i have out there don't like me shouting out people if you don't like people getting shut out i suggest you come watch the live show every monday night on the catfish and crappie youtube channel at 8 p.m central standard time and get shouted out yourself and i bet you'll feel different about it um again i want to thank you richard for taking the time uh and the name of your fishing channel is again fishing and freedom fishing with no g the letter n and freedom with spaces between all those check them out check out his video 
look at this video. I'm sure you'll like the fish he catches. Then sub to him because we know how um, we know how YouTube is. Um, I hate having to say that all the time, uh, but you do. Um, and keep watching his stuff and supporting him. Uh, and I appreciate every one of you. And I'm going to have to go back through this live stream and sort out of this mod fiasco. Holy smokes. You should see this, Richard. It's a madhouse in there. They're going after each other. They've, like, unleashed the, 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 the monsters. All right, folks. Um, have a great day. Hold on. Don't go anywhere. Um, Richard or people in a live chat. I'm going to say goodnight to everybody listening on a podcast. I appreciate you. Thanks. Please give me a good review. Uh, check me out on YouTube. Check me out on TikTok. All the links are down there. I'm kicking some butt on TikTok. I don't know how I did it. I'm an old guy and I'm doing pretty good and I'm pretty happy about that. Um, thank you for listening guys.